Hi guys, Paul here with a cold open. You might notice that the sound is a little bit different. This is because we were not able to meet up in the studio as we would normally like to. This is because at the time of recording, we're still going through the 2020 COVID-19 virus pandemic. Rest assured, we're going to try to get things back to normal as soon as we can, as soon as it's safe to do so. But uh, and for the time being, thanks for bearing with us. Anyway, on with the show. Welcome back to One for Paul, the show where I, a non-pop culturist, get inducted into the world of pop culture by my friends, co-workers, and nemeses. Joining me today is my friend, or you were my friend before you became my nemesis, because what are we watching today, <laughs> Mufi? It's Stan Helsing, and I, I have to say, the movies you are going to hear us listening to, listening to, talking about, they're, they're mainly my fault. Um, I had the smart idea of doing the lowest rated films we could find on Rotten Tomatoes. So, <laughs> Mufi, um, Mufi, why? Why would you do this to us? I don't know. It, I this this watching this film hurt me about as much as it hurt you. I think. So, what was I, the what was the movie? Dan Helsing. Stan Helsing. Welcome to Bran Helsing, the show about. Uh, oh, sorry, wrong one. Welcome to Gran Helsing, the story of a put-upon grandmother who keeps having to patch up her grandson's oilskin jacket. She only bought it for him a few months ago, and he's gone and all got it slashed up. I swear he must let the dogs chew on it. Look at all those tooth marks. I mean, welcome to Fun Helsingland, the story of a Swedish banker who finds himself trapped in rural Helsingland during the 2020 lockdown. Unable to get back to the big city, he has to learn a whole new way of life, and boy does he hate it here. Do you know what? The worst part is, is I think both of those movies would probably have had better plot lines and stories than this. Uh, well, we're, uh, uh, do we have to do this? We have to do this, don't we? we? We do have to. We watched the movie several times to do this. <laughs> oh God, why? So uh, before any, <laughs> before anything else, uh, the opening credits feel the need to inform us very specifically that this is in fact a parody. Yeah, because apparently nobody would ever have gotten that from this movie. <laughs> I'm not <sighs> sure who would have thought this was a real movie. It, well, it's obviously a real movie. But. So, uh, for reference, you also hadn't seen this before. This is not no. a, Paul, you should have seen this. This is a, let's remind ourselves that a lot of the stuff we've been watching is actually the pinnacle of this art form. Yeah, yeah this, I mean, I, I say this is something I'm putting myself through as well as you. And um, we're both going into this blind. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, maybe uh, maybe as, as we do some of these super low-rated films... Uh, maybe we find something that's uh, that's good. Maybe we find something that we you like. Know what? I really. Maybe we find something yeah. that we like that most people don't like. That's possible. I really hope so. I, I really hope so. I like plenty of stuff most people don't like. I also quite like B movies. So. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's see if this is better than maybe uh, maybe the reviews make it out to be. Fade in oh. to a low frame rate woman running through a dark field screaming. But don't worry, she's actually running through a popular 90s movie rental store film. Yep, uh, Schlockbuster, uh, which is obviously one of the earlier puns yeah, in this the, film. There is a bored clerk at the counter, and this is our main character, Stan, who offers recommendations who, for pornographic films to his grandmother over the phone. Including, and uh, not limited to, Shaving Private Ryan. That's a classic. 
It, it is a, an absolute classic. There, there Sha- are so shaving many Ryan's privates. You mean? Yeah, shaving Ryan's privates. Got There's it. So much of them. He just lists off a bunch and then says, "Later, Grandma." It is. <laughs> The I think, fact that he even does that is disturbing. <laughs> I think I already understand what kind of movie this is. So it looks like there's a cockroach in yeah. the ladies' room, and it's his job to kill it. He is, he is told by the fantastically young movie... I want to say movie director? I guy? guess. He's like, got the, a beret the, on. That, that's the only thing you could possibly be with a beret on as a movie director. Yeah, movie director or just French in the 80s, I guess. Or an artist. Or an artist. The beret is shorthand for a lot of stuff, or military, I guess. Anyway, you know Stan's motto, though. Sorry? Oh, God, Stan's motto. Stan's motto number one. There's always someone better for the job. Yep. I, the, the motto thing following through in this film is It becomes a bit of a so thing. So painful. It becomes a bit of a thing. But before we <laughs> really follow does. Stan into the ladies' room, let's start with the uh, Paul doesn't understand this reference counter. Number one. Oh, God, yes. Number one, I haven't seen The Ring. Why are people dying after returning the movie? Do you know what's really annoying? Is I actually can't work that out because the whole thing is in The Ring is you watch the movie, you have seven days and you will die. You have to pass the movie on to someone else, I believe, that could extend the curse or remove the curse. Or it just passes it on and it gives the curse to someone else. I don't get the dying uh, <laughs> the dying at the counter-hand-in thing. Okay, that, so Paul that doesn't understand. my head. Paul doesn't understand this reference, counter number two. Another schlockbuster worker and a customer start making out because he wanted to watch The Notebook and also Titanic? Uh, I think it's a joke on women love men who are in touch with their emotions, except most of the women I know wouldn't watch The Notebook or Titanic again if you paid them. So... (laughs) Counter number three, I haven't seen The Blair Witch Project. I guess it's known for being one of those found footage uh, footage dealies. Yep, that's the whole thing. It was one of the first found footage movies. It was also one of the first that used an ARG, which is an alternate reality game, in its advertising. Huh. Yeah, I remember the advertising around it. I just, I guess I never saw it. It was, it's... uh, It was like a whole thing. It's good. It's it's good. It's very scary if you like scary films. I don't, but I probably will end up watching it, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm not making yours that one again. Uh, okay. Anyway, into the ladies' room where Stan is dressed as a cowboy. Yeah, I... Having... When I watched this the first time round, I was looking at it going, forgetting that entirely that it's Halloween. Why is this guy just wearing a pair of toy guns on his waist and then realized... <laughs> I kept forgetting they were toy guns. I thought he just had a gun. And I'm like, that's fine. This is America. That's what people yeah. have. They just carry around revolvers with them, right? Apparently. So, Two uh, on either hip. What's behind stall number one? Two lesbians. Well, they're not lesbians. They're, they're insinuated. They're uh, two super hot ladies making out. And they would have let Stan join had he not scared the shit out of him. It's... Uh... This is why I'm saying they're probably, like, bi, at least. Yeah, or they're just drunk and having fun. Is I, that a thing? I, some girls do. Okay. Can you can you point me in the direction of said? That's fine. Don't worry. We'll <laughs> talk later. So, uh, ma- door number two, maybe he should knock this time. Yep. He doesn't. And he does. No, he doesn't. Doesn't he? No, no not on two. Sure he, he just barges in, and it's a lady undergoing some severe gastrointestinal distress. <laughs> 
Yeah. Because the poop jokes have to happen somewhere in this film. I mean, they didn't. For the first time. They didn't have to. None of this had to happen. (laughs) Mufi. Nobody had to make this. Someone decided to make this. Do you know what? It it, it had... It, it someone if they didn't make it, someone else would have made it. It's not. Let's be honest. It's like, not clear that that's happened. the case. I suspect somebody would have made it if they. And behind door number three, giant cockroach. And when we say giant, we're like human sized, like taller than Stan. It, it, yeah, and I think Stan's like six foot something. So <laughs> it's a large. It it is large. Very large. Stan uh, uh, somehow kills it. I guess. I that didn't. I'm not sure what happened there or how or it, that happened. I it, guess it just explodes for reasons. Uh, maybe maybe it's because he's Stan Helsing and he looked at it funny. Maybe it was also experiencing severe gastrointestinal distress. <laughs> I don't know, but it explodes I mean, goop all over him. Yep, and then what I'm assuming is meant to be a pee joke. I guess but I'm really hoping it wasn't. Uh, it's kind of gross. <laughs> so Stan agreed to deliver some videos to the shop owner's mother after work, but now he doesn't want to do that because he's got the coolest, most awesomest, most bestest Halloween party ever. Oh yeah, totally. <clears throat> that's 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 clearly exactly what's happening. He's uh, going off into the hills having a Halloween party. But it looks like he's not getting out of this. He has to deliver the videos. So his ride arrives, and we meet the rest of the Scooby gang. I mean, his friends. Oh, Keenan. We've got Teddy, just... played by Keenan of and Kel fame. Oh, God. He just. I, I feel so bad for him. He's so great in this, let's be him. clear. He's like legitimately I, very funny. He is one of the only two funny things about this movie. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll get through that. But Teddy is played by him, and he's got his date Mia yeah. there. Who is your stereotypical blonde. She's... Have to have the stereotypical stupid blonde. Yep, and uh, Stan and his date Nadine. Nadine? I'm Nadine. not sure they're a date. Nadine. I'm not sure, sh- because there's the whole thing about them not being a couple. Well, Stan thinks they are. Well, yeah, I suppose there is that. She does for, definitely doesn't. But what yeah. do we know about their their relationship? Well, she's upset that he dressed up as a cowboy, and she told him that she was going to dress up as an Indian. And I'm aware that I'm using the word Indian and not Native American, because that's the word that they use. And it's also frequently yes. the word that uh, Native Americans use to describe themselves in the context of the U.S. So that's the word I'm going to use whenever it comes up. If I'm wrong, please let me know on Twitter. Honestly, I don't want to be wrong about this, and that I'll fix it if I've made a mistake. We we stand for uh, political correctness. I'm also Canadian, and I all I sometimes just don't know what the right word is in other places. Like in Canada, we would be calling mm. these folks First Nation, and also it's kind of gross that being another culture is a costume. Yeah, I that just like I'm Mexican for Halloween. No, you're fucking not. You're a racist. That, that's not a costume. That's a nationality. Granted, sombreros are dope, but like dress up as a person, right? Yeah. If you're going to do it, dress up as a character or a historical figure or, you know, something. Dress up as one of the three amigos, which I also haven't yeah. seen. I don't think I have either. So uh, the writer, so Stan and Nadine are definitely not together, but Nadine is like, no, you dressed up as a cowboy 
to make it look like yeah. we were together and that's yeah. a dick move. Mia thinks they're cute together and that's a problem because they're not together. Yeah. Mia used to be yes. an exotic dancer, but now she's a massage therapist. Which is so different because, you know, one of them you dance around naked on stage, the other give you give someone a happy ending. It's the first sex joke of sex worker joke of the movie. Oh, her exact phrase is, um, well, no, they're pretty much the same except, one, well, no, they're very different. One, you dance naked and the other, you whack people off. That's the phrase. There we go. Yeah. There is a happy ending reference. It is. Not long after It's this, definitely that. <laughs> so Stan is a no, musician, by which I guess he means he's a good karaoke singer. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's how that works. And we don't really <laughs> learn what Nadine or Teddy do in this conversation. Not this conversation, you do learn later. So it turns out the Stan needs to deliver those videos, but it's clear on the other end of town. And no one is terribly impressed by this, but they agree to help him because otherwise... Well, Stan knows the money, and if he's not making money, then they're like, all right, well, I'm not getting my six bucks back, so. And you have to, you know, got to take the financial things into account, even though it's going to cost more to get there and back. It's 2009. Gas was cheap. Was it really that cheap? No, it wasn't. That's the joke. (laughs) Meanwhile, in front of a strip mall, it's nominally Halloween, because, like, most people walking past are just not in costumes. Yeah. And uh and... looks like some parodies of stuff I don't recognize are here in the open because uh, of Halloween and they just look like uh, costumes. We've got a burn victim wearing a public enemy clock, which reads bedtime. Which is Freddy. Freddy? Uh, it's a reference to Friday the thirteenth. No. Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry. That is also a ref there is also a Oh wait, Friday this is the, the this is the the dream guy, the scary Terry guy. Yes. But he, the original character is called Freddy. Oh, okay. In this, he's called Freddy. Oh, with a W. With a W. Uh, okay. And the whole thing is, it's a rapper joke. It's so badly done. I didn't even, uh, but, I just thought he had a public enemy call, like clock around his neck with the chain. No. <laughs> I just thought that's a thing he wears. No, that that is, uh, that is just his parody in this movie. Well. Um, you then have... Uh, the Jason lookalike, who is from Friday the 13th, Wait, I want to say uh, yes. Ja- Great. Jason, Jason, you mean the oh, red Power Ranger, right? Yes, yes, the red Power Ranger. Got it. Um, that's another. Who in this movie? That's another I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one in years. Okay. Um, in this, he's called Mason, but is also, amazingly, played by the same guy who played him in the movies. Really? It, yeah. Oh, wow. It's, <laughs> That's, it's, it's a shame that he got wasted here. Uh, there's also it a man really with is. all kinds of random sharp objects sticking out of his head, like darts and syringes um, and a butter knife, I that's, guess. That's um, Needlehead, who is a character who's based off of Pinhead from Hellraiser. I think I've seen pictures of this, but I've never seen the movie. Yeah. There's also a man it, wearing a white a rubber movie. mask and a yomnica. That is Mason. That's that Mason. is the Jason character. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's him. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just add uh, three more to the references. I don't get counter. Yeah. So that's what six now. I think so. Another man. Uh, so, so it looks like they're after a Mister Helsing. This is what they ask when they go into the into the shop to ask for. Because we are introduced to the villains of the film. I guess they're the villains. <laughs> uh, so, so burn victim there signs girl signs a girl's boobs. 
for some I, I why is she asking for I don't understand. I, personally, if I saw a guy in a shop dressed as Freddy, I would not be like, "Hey, I need his his uh his autograph over my tits." I'd be like, "Okay, that's that's kind of a cool costume, but please stay away from me. It's kind of creepy." I don't get that at all. I think it's because of the rap thing. I guess and they I, have I, not made that at all clear to me. And like I I do legit listen to rap. It's good music. I like it. But it's just weird. I I would get some references to rap. They just, I don't think it landed here and the fact that they're relying on it landing is oh boy. Anyway, so back to the van. They're relying on a lot right landing. Back to the van where they're now stuck in traffic and Stan spots something very important and noteworthy. It's a milf. Because of course. What's a milk? He's just um, <laughs> this is the thing a Nia, milf. the sex worker, says. Yes, because, again, dumb blonde trope. I, just... I feel like she should understand what it... Anyway, so... I feel like she should, but she doesn't. <laughs> Nadine is grossed out by this, and oh no, that doll... So. That doll just mimed a blowjob and started smacking his ass. When I first watched this, where the doll sat up from concerned me. Uh, yeah, me too, because it sort of was in a child's lap and then yeah, gets up. It's, yeah, its head was essentially in a child's lap. And that, I was just watching this game. Did they really do that? On a second watch, I was no. like, the kid's holding his doll. That's that's yeah. where if if I'm a kid in a, high, in a car seat, that's where I'm holding stuff in my lap. And this is an yeah. object that I am holding. It's possible but, that the kid is also quite surprised that his doll is alive. Yep, uh, I would be pretty surprised if <laughs> I discovered that the doll that I was cuddling up to at night was alive. That'd be terrifying. Oh no, they missed their exit. But it's okay because Stan knows how to get there, taking the back roads. Yes, obviously those those famous back roads that you should never, ever take. <laughs> Not in horror movies, anyway, because that's a bad move. Oh, Mia's definitely heard that before. <laughs> there was that reference. Yeah. We'll get there all the same. Take the back roads. I, again, that's how many jokes at this I, point? I haven't been keeping track of the sex jokes. That's not a counter <laughs> I I've tried kept. not to. I, I, I kind of wanted to keep a track of the sex worker jokes, but failed miserably so a truck <laughs> a big old semi truck uh lorry i guess uh swerves violently in front of them uh the doors open and it looks like there's a bunch of human bodies on meat hooks in there which while they respond to that there's not there's not <laughs> i know it's a parody movie it's just the idea of a truck swinging out the back doors opening and seeing a load of bodies swinging in the back of a truck would make me scream uh, well, they like, also, I'm not following that. They're also like, what the heck is that? Well, we need to overtake the truck because yes. it's slowing down and trying to box us in. And you're like, okay, well, you you could just go you could three-point turn, go the, yeah, drive the other way. Don't, why are you insistent on taking it? Why? Uh, but as they're overtaking the truck, uh, a man in a Louis Vuitton bag for a face. That's his uh, leather face. That's, uh, that's, just add one more to the counter, will we? Yeah. Just, uh, we're going to add one more to the counter. So they're about to crash into an oncoming truck as they're trying to overtake because they're in a van and it doesn't go fast and, uh, they don't crash into the 
into the thing. Somehow. Teddy. After references. Well, Teddy wanted to be a stuntman, but I guess uh, law school got in the way. This is true. Teddy's a lawyer, I, I mean, guess. Or is on the way to being a lawyer? I guess he could still be a student. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So. Because they. Uh, so, yeah. They quickly follow this up by. Did they get hit? I can't remember if the dogs before or after. It's in a bit because. Oh, they hit uh, the dog. Well, they, they uh, up a joint. now that they've seen a truck full of bodies, stands motto number two, don't get involved. Yeah. So according, Never to, get involved. according to Stan, the whole pl- they can't just ask for directions because the whole place is crawling with flesh, flesh-eating inbreds. He learned this from the, fil- the Hills Have Eyes, another film which I haven't seen. <laughs> and uh, one more for the counter, and that's nine so far. Roughly, yeah. And we're only like ten minutes into the movie, so like <laughs> this is going to be, this is going to be some. Anyway, yeah, this is after their near death experience. Stan decides to light up a very large marijuana cigarette in Teddy's yes. mom's van. Because of course, that's what you do. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I wouldn't personally. Um, no, uh, they do. He Teddy comments about don't burn the uh, can't do this. It's my mom's van. Then everyone starts getting stoned, and he goes, "Okay, just just don't burn the upholstery because that's all anybody cares about in cars. Apparently, is burning the upholstery. Well, it's harder to fix I- than a smell, I guess, because the smell you just like grab the Febreze and just spray the yeah. fuck out of it. But if it's his mum's minivan, she might need it. Like, dead death. Yeah. No. Well, Teddy's a lawyer; he'll pay for it. So they're all okay yeah. with this and end up hotboxing the car, and then they hit a baby bear. Uh, yes, or just a large dog. Fortunately, Mia is a medical professional. She took an oath. <laughs> and that's sex worker joke number three or four so far. I just... <laughs> it is by far the funniest thing. And I know I keep making, like, snide remarks. Oh, no, it's definitely notable. It's just so funny. So uh, because I'm pretty sure there are some. So as they all get out of the car to check out what the what has just happened, Mia is, is I guess giving the dog a massage. Yes, she is giving him. I think it's shiatsu. I can't remember. I'm not she, she's doing thing. the hand blade uh, slappy thing. The karate chop things. Yeah. Fun fact: karate chops not a thing. No. And if they were, I'm not sure they'd be much use in massage. No, I think they'd, uh, let's not hit the person with a thing intended to hurt them. Yeah. So they flag down, uh, the car that's coming up to say, hey, we need to maybe, maybe they're a truck and they can help get this dog to a vet. Hopefully they'll, you know, hopefully this is okay. That turns out the guy in the truck is the dog's owner and he threatens to kill them for hurting his Sammy boy. Which is, I, I mean, as an animal lover, I probably would react the same. I'd probably be like, you, you killed my dog! Oh, yeah. But, at the same time, he goes full crazy. Oh, like, he threatens <laughs> to kill them. Says, we're gonna fix up Sammy, and oh, then literal. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to make you feel what it's like to have your bones broken. Yeah. Is this guy a reference to is... something, by the way? Because I feel like it might be a reference to something, so I'm adding one to the counter just in case. Yeah, I feel it may be, but that I don't know. 
Because he's got, like, this strange voice he puts on, like, You hear my Sammy boy? And it's not an, ex- that's not an accent that I'm familiar with. And I know most, like, southern accents. Yeah. Is that what it's supposed to be? Cajun? Because it's not quite Cajun. It's not quite. It, it's kind of, like, very what you'd expect of them to put in a hick accent in really bad horror movies. I guess. Which is probably the point. It's, like, not recognizably any accent. I don't know what he's doing, but... Maybe that's the it's, point. Maybe I should ugh. give you. Like, it's a parody, so maybe everything's a parody, including the stuff that I don't know. Anyway, so after driving away, we learn that Stan's motto is also "Don't talk about it," because everyone needs all of those mottos. That's so many mottos. And now there's a hitchhiker up ahead. Oh my god, we've gone through like six plot lines in the last ten minutes. Movie, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> it, it honestly, I was watching this. Uh, the I first had... time around, because we were obviously texting each other through it, and just what the f- <laughs> I had to take a break. <laughs> this was so frantic. Yeah. I had to take a break and be like, "I'll be back in five. That, I'm getting a coffee. That's fine." <laughs> yep. There's, there's, uh, that's the only way that you could deal with it. This is the thing. Like it was so badly done. So there's a. And- uh, <laughs> There's a hitchhiker up ahead, and uh, Teddy decides to pick him up because he empathizes with the guy. Obviously, because, you know, it's, uh, what was it, he's Savio Tro being a black man in downtown getting a lift. Took me 45 minutes, which is a kind of clever pull on, you know, racial stigma. I kind of like it. I mean, I get it, yeah. I mean, if you can... I get the empathy. I get Teddy as an empathetic person yeah. being like, I've experienced this for reasons unconnected to this guy. So, but whatever, um, I'm going to be the guy who gives people a ride. That's who I'm going to yeah. be. I get to decide who I am. Which would be fine, except this guy clearly looks like a serial killer and I would be personally locking all my doors and keeping driving. And uh, <laughs> before we get, like, but as they pick him up, we discover that he's got, um, when we say he looks like a, describe his appearance movie. Um, I think I had him down in my notes as an off-brand. Uh, Mar- what's his name? Charles Manson. Manson. Charles Manson. Can't remember his first name. Off-brand Charles Manson. So yeah, he's got a swastika <laughs> tattooed on his nose, like on the tip of his nose, just, just on the tip. And he's uh, just the tip, and just for a minute, mind. So he just escaped from prison. <laughs> and, and he's. They call him the butcher. They call him butcher. I guess his name is Butcher. Apparently, I, I, I feel I want to think that the murder that is described is a reference to something else, but at the same time, I really don't want to. So it turns out he's in there. Well, he had to get out of prison because yeah. after a dude touches you, touches your spoon, you pretty much have to shank him, right? Oh yeah, no, I shank everybody who touches my spoon. Don't you? Mia, being uh, sweet and lovely, decides not to judge too harshly on appearances, but asks him why he was, quote, invited to prison. Yeah. <laughs> I think, again, I, I, I rip on the, the, blonde, the dumb blonde jokes, but I, it's just that. Mia is very good. It's very fun. The, the woman who plays her, whose name I currently can't remember, is so funny. Uh, Desi Lydic, 
That's right. Yeah. So it turns out uh, he was in he was invited to prison for what he calls a tease and squeeze. Nobody really knows what it means. But oh, well, you know, I guess he'll listen to me doing uh, he, he's got a con- he's got a tone of voice, which I can only describe as a dinner party. Yeah. And it, like, it's oh, kind well, of what I'd entirely imagine. Yeah, it's just that I was in prison. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I was in for a tease and squeeze. <laughs> Oh, well, listen to me uh, go on with prison slang. I'm very sorry. No, I was, um, what was he in for? Uh, teeth and squeeze, uh, murdering two nurses, I think. Oh, he was convicted of the torture and murder of two nursing students. That's it. This is the way he says it. Just so nonchalantly and with respect, it was with chill. But apparently she, uh, he murdered the first one. Yeah. Strangled her. I believe. And then the other one comes in, starts trying to call the police, and he can't have that happen. So he goes apeshit, and there's body parts everywhere. So uh, I'm getting the feeling that this is also a reference to something I'm not getting. So just to be safe, I'm adding another one to the counter. That's 11. Yeah, let's just do that. (laughs) So they decide to throw him out of the car uh, by saying that there's weed in the back and then opening the door and dragging him from the back of the car at speed. Cool stunt. Legitimately really cool stunt. Yeah, it's possibly the only cool stunt in the movie. <laughs> it doesn't need very many cool stunts. This one's really well done. Yeah. Like, legitimately, stunt Actually, department, excellently made. Right? Super, fantastic. super good thrown from car. That looks like it legit hurt. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to have that happen. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So after their uh, several harrowing experiences... So after their several... Harrowing. So after their several harrowing experiences, they stop at a gas station to ask for directions, fuel up, and maybe get some chips. Uh, the chips thing still gets me. So um, this gas station, what, what chips thing? They're not getting, like, hot, salty potato chips. They're getting... Yeah, they're getting chips. Thick, salty potato What, what did you think getting... they were getting? Chips. It's crisps. They're getting no, chips. They're no. <laughs> getting chips, movie. What you're thinking of is fat fries. Uh, Americans. Canadians. This gas station is kind of great. Full service. No one does that anymore. Yeah. It usually costs extra. <laughs> this is what Mia reminds us of. Because... That's another for the a lot of, sex worker joke. A lot of the sex worker jokes, they just have, especially Teddy, just give her the side eye, like, what? I, I, all right. Yeah. And it's a lot of. Or sometimes, though, sometimes that side eye is kind of like, oh, hey, and then back to it. So it's. Occasionally. It's kind of an interesting mix. It is, yeah. I think Teddy is legitimately into her and is also like, how much of this can I deal with? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's a question I'd be asking. So the the gas station attendant hippie lady uh, offers to have a look at their oil. Teddy says, yeah, sure. That'd be nice. Thank you. And she finds a lot of blood and fur on the front of the van. Which uh, they managed to play off as, it's Halloween. Sorry. We decorated the van. We just, we go all out. For Halloween. Which offends hippie lady. Because they don't go for any of them pagan practices. No, no pagan rituals here. They'd hate me. <laughs> but oh, yeah, they, so they she like gets you until they found out that you were some sort of like a uh, other religion person. Swamp witch. Swamp witch. Um, 
Swamp Witch. Swamp Witch. So inside, yeah. there is an actual Native American man who yes. immediately recognizes Stan, but calls him Van Helsing for some reason. And I think this is around about the time. This is the time where he pulls a book out. Yeah, he just has a detailed pencil drawing of Stan right there in a book. Yeah, I think it's like a history of monsters, or it, it's got to be like a history of monsters or a history of Van Helsing or something like that. And at but... no point does he look over at uh, Nadia's costume and goes like, "Uh huh." At no point does that happen. Yeah. It's not mentioned. <laughs> I'm mentioning it. I mean, I'm hoping that was a deliberate move, but well, he does some stuff in a minute, which. Uh... Probably not a good idea to be like, hey, this guy's got the moral high ground in yeah, this situation. Just a, just a little bit, yeah. Uh, he offers to go off and brew coffee. Yep. And, uh, you know, Mia, Mia's taken a long time at the bathroom. Of course she is. Why wouldn't she? Uh, she eventually comes back. Yep. And says something along the lines, isn't it? Does my vagina look big in this? Uh, ooh, it's better than that. I have the actual quote. Oh, go on. So she comes back in a schoolgirl outfit. Ah, yes. Be honest, guys. Does my vagina make me look fat? That was it. To which both the boys jaws to the floor. Oh, they start doing Staring. the uh, let's call it the mid two thousands male sexual freakout. Do you know what? I would actually have to say it's probably more like the old cartoon cartoon um, male freakout. I guess it is, there is that. A, it's like the Warner that Brothers, that wolf. my jaw literally hits the floor and I reel it back yeah. up as if it had a fishing line on it. Bingo. Yeah. I, I suspect that's more what that reference is I think that might be what else. they're going for. But not very well. <laughs> It's not particularly And after good. they do that sequence, um, Stan says, "No, I I can't even see your vagina. I wish I I wish I could." <laughs> yeah. And she answers, that's... "Oh, he's so sweet." And he then decides he needs the bathroom. I a quick side note: I'm actually kind of liking Mia because she is extremely comfortable in herself and is like, "Yeah, I yeah, I know." I know what I'm about. That's fine. I think I think she's kind of the only character in this movie that I really liked. She's pretty good. Because she's really pretty good. Uh, I like and her, her comedic timing was good. She's also just like a brilliantly the, acted part, so let's get that. Right? Yeah. But just the character itself is super like, yes, I'm a, I'm a sex worker. What part of this don't you understand? That's fine. I'm perfectly super aware. Super confident. I love that. I, I think it works. Yeah quite well it's a, it's everyone else it, who has a problem with it yeah everyone else is like what she's like what yeah what i don't understand what is this an issue which is ironically a fantastic commentary point on the current state of people in sex work but that's a whole different i don't really fish <laughs> i don't really know enough about it to have a strong opinion so i might uh continue unless you want to say something about it no continue okay so Stan does go to the bathroom, and there's an axe on the inside, just hanging on the door, and uh, also, as you do, also a hole in the wall through which our Native American clerk friend is watching Stan pee, while some uh, rather unfortunate music creepy. plays, because this is like an actual yeah. 
So uh, to indicate his current actions, uh, they play Native American drum music or something that sounds Which, vaguely like it might be Native American drum music. I see. I thought, in the sound design sense of things, that was quite clever. It is clever in a way, but it's still also like, hey, you know the three things most people know about this person's culture. Let's use one of yeah. them to make a wank joke. <laughs> which is is terrible and a lot of those songs are also like prayers at least if it's like the micmac guys that i used to hang out with a lot of those songs are like prayers to they're quite yeah they're mainly i don't know about this one maybe it's not even but the rhythm is reminiscent of it enough where if i'm in that editing booth i'm uncomfortable with that joke it's i think it's kind of it would sort of be like hymns in if you crossed over in the the sort of thing with the Christianity, I guess in a way I'd like to think. I guess yeah. in a way, I I guess I'm. I don't know how upset I am, but I'm like, oh, that was a bad decision. Don't do that, guys. Yeah, it it is it is quite. Like, bad. I don't know if it's my place to be personally upset by it, but I'm like, again, if I'm in the editing booth, I don't think I'm making that decision. No. So you know, it's it's someone else kind of choosing that yeah uh well anyway i have problems with the way that this movie is portraying everyone so that's fine yeah so, <laughs> the entire movie is a bad portrayal of people of everyone um in general so, so as uh as they try to leave a uh, hippie lady pulls out a shotgun and threatens them with it unless they pay for their gas before they leave, which... Uh, can I want to ask the question, though? Because he comes running out, and she jumps back yeah. from the car and does her belt up. Yeah. That's that's the thing she does. What? Well, we, f- we find <laughs> out a little bit of that later, actually. Did you get that yeah. from the end? Because there's a little bit at the end. I don't think I did get okay, that. Okay, so hold end. that thought and we'll figure it out at the end when we get there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll or not the end, the end, but like in the, there's a section in this where they explain like on the news what they did. Uh, okay. So I think that's what's happening. Okay, that makes sense. We'll, we'll wait for that bit. So as, <laughs> oh God. So again, I'm, Anytime a gun is involved in this sort of yeah. thing, I'm looking at things like trigger discipline, and this lady is intending to shoot the fuck out of these people. Yeah, and she, she is. actually fires around into the air, and then levels the gun at Teddy. Now, because of course, I might be more sensitive to this kind of imagery because at the time of recording, we are both in the middle of the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic and also (laughs) post George Floyd, post George Floyd and the the Black Lives Matter protests, which I will go on record as saying Black Lives do matter. And if you disagree, find another show, buddy. I don't need you as an audience member. So... So... (sighs) So it might be I'm a little bit more sensitive to it, but I just watched yeah. a lady level, a, like a lady out in the American countryside level a gun at a black lawyer. Yeah, it it does. It, so I, I think it would have read really weird to me or really uncomfortably to me 
if I'd watched this when it came out. I think it reads even... weird anyway. But now yeah, especially, it's... I'm especially sensitive to this type of imagery, and I just wanted to call it out. So Yeah, we have to. Uh, it's important that we call it in out. In case anyone is going to use this episode as a means to be like, that sounds like a good movie that I should spend my time watching. Hooray. Just be warned. Oh, God. It does actually have this. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Anyway, I... Yeah. So they finally arrive at their... Well, look, I, it turns out the clerk also watched Mia go to the bathroom. Yes, which was why she took so long. Yeah, because she decided to put on a little show for him. Because, yeah... Totally. Her explanation I... makes me like her even more because she's like, I felt sorry for him. He seemed lonely. So, yeah, I put along a little show for him. What's the big deal? Yeah. I'm like, she is so kind hearted and I love that. But I'm also like, that's so weird. Yeah, I, I can't. I find it very hard because that for me just seems a little bit weird. But that might just be me. Oh, it's definitely I weird. I find it odd. What I'm saying is I think I can see what the movie was trying to characterize, but I yeah. don't know if they've managed it. I'm not sure they have, really. It That got a bit... She also gets side-eyes from the rest of the van, so I guess that makes it better yeah. in movie language land? I don't understand this Maybe. at all. <laughs> I, uh, I, it, I, see, that's like some of the stuff she says just doesn't hit, doesn't land yeah. at all. Like, it was so funny I don't... in a way, but I'm also like, that's disturbing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So they finally arrive at their destination, Stormy Night Estates, but they showed up to the wrong gate for deliveries. Fortunately, they're not real deliveries, and as the old security guy flashes a light inside the car, at a very specific area of inside the car. Uh, yes, onto Nadine's tits. Lovely bit of because, uh, physical acting from her here, by the way, if you'd like to go through it. Oh, yes, because she, uh, she, she's kind of looking at him, like, starts talking, then kind of goes, uh, what? Just straight down, kind of going, okay, fine, and then back up. And just, it, it's that realization that she has put a push-up bra on. It's kind of her only fault. Yep. She did this to herself. So, yeah, he flashes the light at her breasts, and she is... Not impressed, but as she tries to speak up, he continues. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of the old guy is talking, let the old guy talk, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, this thing is just like, I, I know I've been guilty of it, and I know there is a whole thing about you shouldn't allow people to do things that sexualize you in a way that you're not comfortable with just because of their age. But like, but at the same time, like... What are you going to do, right? Like, are you going to change this dude's too much mind to right now? That's your aim? I don't know, man. Like, I think she's also yeah, I, like, okay, that sucks. Guess I have to deal with it. And it doesn't, it, as a joke and as a gag, it's funny. And as a real life situation, you just kind of deal with it. So it's it's not perfect. Yeah. But it could have been worse. Yeah. So... Don't worry about the screaming on the phone, by the way. He just needs to tell oh, whoever's no. on the other line how to uh, how to deal with their chainsaw problems. Turns out the chainsaw's seizing, and he's right. If you add just a couple of drops of oil, then uh, normally it stops seizing, unless there's something caught yeah. in the between, say, the, the blade and the chain, in which case you kind of need to clear it. So you really want to turn off the thing before you 
put your hands anywhere yeah. near that thing. Anyway, I, I I care about safety. Which is a movie reference. I care. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Twelve. All three of these phone calls are movie references. Oh, well, I didn't get these, so let's just add three in our mind, because I'm going to lose track yes. now. So the estates <laughs> used to be the back lot of a horror film production company, right up until The Fire. The Fire. Is the Fire... The very doom film. Is The Fire reference to something? Um, if it is, I'm not sure. If it is, then 12. Uh, they definitely shouldn't be out after midnight. <laughs> Uh, they're looking for 1428 Elm Street. Yeah, I know that's a reference, but I haven't seen whatever it's from, so I'm adding another to the count. 13. Nightmare on Elm Street. Sure, that one. But oh no, they're out of gas. Looks like the hippie lady didn't actually put any gas into the car. Yep, that's not a shock. Um. Looks like they'll have to walk. Or maybe they could ask the security guard, who's why isn't now, he there anymore? Yeah, he's, he's very gone, and it's uh, it's a bit weird. They pass. Uh, that is kind of the first moment you like. There's something wrong here. They pass a graveyard. <laughs> There's a Michael Jackson joke. Yeah, the graveyard. All the gravestones have the same date on them. Because you know, obviously, everybody died in the fire. That was the whole thing. Oh, I guess that old guy found his chainsaw found oil yeah. for his chainsaw or at least he, he found the oil yeah, yeah that's what i meant i can read <laughs> i can't now there's a poorly animated raven which says never more to which uh, I, mia responds i i understood that reference add one to the I, add I'm, one to the other counter the one full of references that i get one so let's <laughs> say so we're at one <laughs> Uh, Mia, and this actually, Mia I like this Mia, Mia also gets this reference. I liked this. I thought this was actually quite funny in a weird way. You want to do Mia? This is obviously this. Uh, yes. Nevermore! I've heard that somewhere before. You're an idiot! That sounds familiar too. Faster! Spit on it! Spit on it! How much do I owe you? Now leave! <laughs> That's just weird. It's three for three now. <laughs> It, that actually did make me laugh that i was, did find that quite funny i think by this time in the movie i'm like okay i get it it's a it's a sort of late 2000s uh at around this time films like Sex. american pie 2 were popular so yeah this is of its time and yeah so, I mean, either michael jackson or someone dressed as michael jackson is uh tell, tell me what they were doing heading out he was uh, handing out rocket pops to kids. Why do the rocket with pops the have balls? the largest balls. Why do the rocket pops yeah. have balls? I don't know. I, I really don't understand. I mean, I get the reference. It's just... That's a stretch. So the children are trick-or-treating. And uh, they get these ice creams, I guess. And uh, I'm still adding it to the I get that reference counter, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah. Don't. This is also, I think this was the year that Michael Jackson died. As far as I can tell, this was, this came out the October before he died. Oh, wow. That's unfortunate time. So, yeah. It's uh, not not good at all. And as the, the creepy van leaves, they see a sign for a bar and decide to go buy some food and drinks. Looks like it's karaoke and whoever, and who's singing at the karaoke? 
Oh, poor Sammy Boy's father. Sammy Boy's <laughs> owner, presumably. Oh, no. Look, I, I say father. I think of I think of them as my children. Yeah, so he... All right, so they... <clears throat> we're not going any further with that, because that could get real gross real quick. As they walk in, everyone just sort of <laughs> stares. Because, you know, it's a black man in a Superman costume. Yes, those are her. I... Yeah, white girl doing that. Another girl in a schoolgirl outfit. And uh, a cowboy. Yeah, I'm not sure what their deal is, but fortunately, they're all reading newspapers, which sequentially tell us what uh, what the plot is. This, I loved this. It was very because Naked it, Gun, wasn't it? It was so Naked Gun, which is quite apt, given who we see in a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it just, it was such a well done little yeah. skit in the movie like again good bits on that mm-hmm. one that was hilarious <laughs> the fire that the security guard was talking about was uh, 10 years ago today and i guess that's why nobody in this town celebrates halloween except those kids who are out there eating dressed up in costumes and getting popsicles yeah one of the paper bit- uh one of the papers also helpfully tells us cowboy indian superhero and stripper headed for table nine because that's important information. Yeah, this is in the newspaper. Their reporters are very good. They are. I think that, that the speed of their reporting is thoroughly fantastic. Whoever's running that press is very, like, I need to hire them if I'm ever printing material. Yeah. It definitely, it's the sort of thing that you need to know. You need those people. That That's just what's going to happen in future. And the waitress shows up. Uh, who were... Uh, is strangely Leslie Nielsen. That's that's not strange. <laughs> I mean, it's a very Leslie Nielsen thing to do. Although it it does make me sad that he seems to have ended up doing these movies. You know what? He's funny. It, like, in uh, he is hilarious. He's funny even if you give him a bad script, which is hilarious. It's the facial expressions. I'm sure it's just his facial expressions that do it. I think what's funny about him here is the same thing that makes him funny in most places, which is. He does not respond to or react to any of the humorous situations in a way you would expect. No. He is completely straight all the time. He's, for, I mean, for one, he is one of my favorite comedic actors ever. Also. Because he's just fantastic. <laughs> it, I mean, this was the only one of the few reasons this movie, for me anyway, I found funny at points, but not all the time. You know? No, you can't be funny. But Leslie Nielsen was definitely it. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. Can't be doing that. So, uh, but he was good. They ask for menus, but there is no menu. They make everything here. Yeah. So I mean, <sighs> that's the, a joke that I don't, I didn't get. Well, I guess when they say we make everything here, then the next thing I would say is, okay, make a ridiculous order, and they'll just have it at your table, right? But yeah. they order things that you could reasonably find at a bar. Apart from, I, I mean, how often do you order a chicken pot pie at a bar, though? Uh, how often do you order anything at a bar in North America, frankly? You're lucky if they got wings. Yeah, I've never been to a bar in North America, so. Yeah, in uh, the UK, it, chicken pot pie, less of a At thing. a pub? No, you could, find a, you could find a pie at a pub. Yeah, not all pubs, though. It depends if it's a pub with a kitchen. Like, And even then, not all of them do pies. Yeah, so you've got exactly what the North American deal would be. 
Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, it's, it's exactly the same. Some places serve food, some don't. Typically, if you're just in a place that says bar, then even if they have food, it's like wings or chips. Okay. Makes sense. So the fact that they just have everything, I'm like, so restaurant and bar? Or like, I would have gone crazier bar with grill. it. Uh, Teddy orders three burgers and one to go. Uh, yep. And Leslie Nielsen and has it- the best lines. <laughs> yeah, do you want that at a U, uh, UV? UV? An I- IV. UV and IV. <laughs> Which, it just... You want that in an IV? It's quicker. His facial expressions are perfect for this. He's so for that good. line. I love him. If you had sold this movie to me as Keenan Thompson of And Kel fame uh, and Leslie Nielsen in the same movie, I would have said, all right, let's uh, let's see. Let's watch. I'm excited. Yeah. And I think that's among the reasons why this film is so poorly rated, because the expectations would have been so high and the drop is so yeah. is so precipitous. It's, it's so bad. It's just so bad. <laughs> so new plan, call AAA and uh, eat while waiting for them to show up, have them tow the car yep. and then get a cab back to town. Uh, this is the point at which they discover, A, Keenan has been uh, hiding a lot of sitch, a lot of stuff in his shorts. Teddy, yep. Yep. He just has in finish shorts. Uh, he does have in finish shorts. Uh, that phones, cell phones don't work out there. Also, that this was 2009 and flip phones. Ugh, no, not pretty. Flip phones were I definitely about still phones. a thing that the cool people had in 2009. Yeah, still not pretty. We're talking like <laughs> iPhone 1 was maybe a year old. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, cell phones don't work in stormy estates. <laughs> so says the hunchback. Yep, uh, who just randomly appears. Oh, uh, Dracula reference? I'm calling that a reference I get. Yeah. Is that a Dracula? I feel like that's a Dracula. It feels more like an eagle. A, a what now? Eagle, Frankenstein. Oh, then maybe I don't get that. I was going to call that three, but maybe now we need to take one off at the end. Because I called that a Dracula, and it's not a Dracula. No, well, that, to me, that kind of guy, that guy feels more like an eagle. Okay, who so. Who settles with, who's a Frankenstein thing. Half point? No, there are no half points. I think there may have been, there were there was an eagle in Van Helsing, the movie. I'm giving myself the point back because I'm the one who gets Give- to decide these things. Three. You can have your point. Three. <laughs> We're up to three. I feel good about this so far. A bit apart from the fact that we're watching this. <laughs> Turns out that uh, Mr. Knife Gloves has some also severe gastrointestinal issues. Yes, because uh, Stan has visited the toilets. He goes to a lot of toilets. I guess. Uh, real talk. Real talk. Real talk. If you're actually bleeding yep. when you poop, you need to speak to your doctor as soon as yep. you possibly can. Like, I in think the, morning, the joke tomorrow. there is that he that he cut himself open with his knife hands. Nonetheless. Uh, well, he, he <laughs> yes, there's that. But then afterwards, he goes, it's a boy. Yeah. So that I don't know which joke they're making. They tried to make both, and neither landed. Well, of course, neither landed. <laughs> so, so kind of but theme. For real this talk. Film. Make an appointment as soon as you notice. Men, yeah. Men in particular, since this can be a symptom of prostate cancer. If you don't, you might literally die of embarrassment. 
And this is our PSA for today. I'm serious. This kills people. Check yourself out. I know it's embarrassing. Go to the fucking doctor. They're not embarrassed. Nothing embarrasses them. They're doctors. Yep. It's kind of the whole point. Back to the movie, uh, where Teddy has signed them up to sing some karaoke. But kind of, yeah. Why would you do that? Well, Stan, that's Stan's question. Stan doesn't understand yeah. why. I, I personally wouldn't do that in a crazy bar. Well, they didn't. In a cursed they town. They didn't know it was a crazy bar until the until the Nielsen himself says, "Well, I guess all of these people are too good for us in our podunk little town," and everyone starts <sighs> muttering in a manner I would describe as parliamentary. Also, can I just say podunk? Just great word. I like good, that word. I don't know if that's actually <laughs> offensive. Again, if I that if that really is offensive, is. at me on Twitter and tell me I'm wrong. For real, I will change my language if I've said anything awful. I don't know. It, it's not an insult. We just like that it's word. It's so fun to say. <laughs> I hope it's not awful. I, I hope I get to keep saying yeah. it because it's a fun series of syllables. So, so they decide. They decide. What do they decide to sing? What do they decide? To sing? Uh, oh, given that not long ago they found out that the town burnt. To shind- oh, we're talking like just, lots of people. just before they ordered their food. Yeah, this this is less than what five minutes, roughly, maybe in in real world time. I guess. How long they... does it take to poop? That's the sort of answer. I mean, well, yeah. Uh, they decide to sing "Ring of Fire." Oops. Oops. Oh, good harmonies, though. Very good harmonies, and it's it. it as 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 a song, it's quite good. It's it's kind of a clever joke, but slightly too close. So I guess that uh, just, Podunk folks also think that Stan is Van Helsing. Yeah, apparently everyone thinks he's Van yeah, Helsing, except for Stan. He doesn't understand. Also, the town's he being tormented it. by monsters, but now Stan is here, and he's going to save them all from the curse. But doesn't understand the curse. Because, you know, that's not... I guess no one really explains what the no. curse is. They're just monsters now. Yeah, everyone's monsters now. Uh, they, uh, they decide to leave. <laughs> uh-oh, it's midnight, uh-oh, and the gates are closing them in. They, uh... Oh, there is also... They, uh, they leave the bar. They, they turn around. Yeah. They realize Teddy has left his cell phone behind, which doesn't, for me, make much difference. Oh, this is just honest, after the gates close and the clocks strike midnight. And Mia sort yes. of goes, don't worry, it's just a clock. Yeah. Which is, I, <laughs> let's be clear, I, I don't think it's a good movie, but this moment I really did start laughing out loud on my own to myself. It was wonderful. Because <laughs> it was such a, a, a just a flat, just... Completely out of the way statement. She's concerned. Well, there, it's supposed to be this big ominous moment, and then you're like, right, that's what clocks do. Yeah. I've been around those before. I know what that sound is. That sound is a clock. And you're, you're right. Teddy forgot his cell phone inside the bar. Yep. Yep. So uh, he goes back to open the door. He does. And the door won't open. Oh, no. Fortunately, Mia has a flashlight. Hidden very cleverly for the size of the flashlight, uh, and there is a rejig. Re-jig. 
a return to the uh, the old man guard yeah. joke. Stan looks at her boobs with the flashlight. <laughs> Mia is not terribly fussed by this. Then back up. Nope. Uh, turns out that and the, they managed to get the door. There's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff in the bar now. Yeah, not not very nice stuff. No, very dead. Dead stuff and burnt. Burnt stuff. By stuff we mean human carcasses. Yeah, just trying to avoid saying human carcasses for as long as, as, long as possible. Also, his go-to burger. Go-to. Also, his to-go burger contained the dude with darts stuck in his head and whatnot. Yeah, uh, which I think is meant to be a play on how Hellraiser, uh, how Pinhead comes out in the Hellraiser movies because he comes out of the box. All right. It. That's. Another misreference. <laughs> I don't. I, w- I didn't count that one as a. But that's okay. We, can, <laughs> we could just fudge the numbers a little bit. Maybe this is like the sixth sense, and they're the ones who are already really dead. And one of my favorite lines from Nadine in the movie, which is just, I've been meaning to say this for a long time, but you know, didn't want to come up as mean, but you're a fucking idiot. Which is not the exact line. No, it's not, uh, I'm that's worth. pretty much it. Paraphrasing. So, yeah. Hi. Uh, listen, Mia, I've been holding on to something all night, and uh, now I'm just going to say yeah. it. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. Yeah, I feel better. Yeah. I, I mean, there are times I've gotten to that point. <laughs> so uh, are they really dead sixth sense? They just They just spelled that out. For, it wasn't even a reference. They just told me what the movie was. But I've seen. But yeah. I have seen that movie, so I'm adding it to the got it counter. That's a good. That's a that's a good counter. So uh, the doll who showed uh, who showed Stan his ass earlier is on the phone now. The phone was just dead, yep. and now it's ringing. Uh, no one still believes Stan. <laughs> no one believes Stan. No one believes Stan, which is increasingly odd given the circumstances. Just trust him. Um, it, it's very weird. Stan gets impatient the, uh, and decides to climb the gate. Yeah, that's generally a bad idea. The gate is electrified. I would. Yeah. And uh, he's knocked cold. And as he comes around, Stan has a flashback to why yeah. to why he and Nadine broke up. Broke up. Which is, if you took this scene on its own. This is such a good. It would be fucking it hilarious. It still is hilarious. I maintain this was such a good... Oh, it is let, still let's hilarious. Let's tell the people what the scene is, because I actually really love this. Nadine is super into Stan. They're at, like, uh, call it a bar somewhere, you know, the kind bar of bar that you can expect <laughs> to find food at, right? Like a little restaurant bar. It's one of those ones. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Stan is a... Um, musician, I guess, who thinks that, you know, grunge uh, never really got the chance to... To really spread its wings. That's really what I'm trying to do with my music is really bring grunge back. Hey, listen, so I'm going to go get, I think that's our food (laughs) and thanks for paying, man. Uh, She paid for the meal, which is, let's be clear, perfectly normal, provided provided he occasionally pays also. That's fine. But from the sense of it, I suspect he does not. I suspect Stan doesn't pay for a lot of things that he gets. So I get the impression that he's a bit of a mooch. Yeah, I, I I kind of had that feeling for a lot of it. He feels it's the way he's like, you'll never get the money I owe you, and everyone's just like, oh, for the love of God, you know, you're right. Uh, Does feel a little bit like he borrows a lot of money. Does feel like that. And I'm not okay with that. I'm okay with borrowing money, provided you pay it back in a timely yeah. fashion. 
Sometimes we're all yeah, a little short at me. the end of the month. That's okay. That's what friends are for. But when you borrow money from someone, pay them the fuck back quickly. Yeah, don't just yeah, it's it's weird. So uh it gets me. On his way back from getting the food from the counter. <laughs> this is one of the best sequences I have ever seen. And I am upset I that it's in this movie. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, so to you, you want to go? You want to go? Well, you do it. You yeah, do I'll go with this. Start off with uh, gunman threatening the barmaid. Not gunman. Directly next to him. Literally directly next to him. He turns around, completely ignoring this obvious murder. Cuts back to Nadine's face, who's like, uh, what? Keeps walking. Baby in high chair falls over. He kind of watches it and goes, huh steps over it while the parents are going why aren't you helping yep. <laughs> continues on man with candle sets fire to himself yeah nadine nadine continuously like her face getting more and more what the fuck is going on uh and then as he sits down guy behind them is choking on something and asking for help and someone's coming over and trying to do it and she just he puts the plates down and she goes I think we should break oh, up. Oh, yeah. The guy who's choking even just, points at his throat and uh, Stan sort yeah. of points at his burger and goes, sorry, sorry. And the whole time, <laughs> there's just music playing. And the, the, whole, sh- the whole sequence so is in good. slow motion. It's wonderful. It's one of my favorite sequences I've ever seen in a film. And I with you on the fact that I hate that it's in this film. <laughs> so... Uh, so now Stan Just, wakes up for real this time to Nadine over him saying, are you okay? And he goes, Nadine, are you wearing any underwear? Because <laughs> that's the important thing that you need to know. Yeah, he's fine. I can't remember if she was or not. Yeah. Calling out another line. Hey, man, how was the flashback? Terrible, but the food yeah. was delicious. Sometimes I love the fact that this film is so self-aware, but that's only like 5% of the time. It, in the last couple of scenes, it has started getting very good. Yeah. It started getting legitimately, I'm enjoying this movie now, since they got to the estate, really, right? Yeah, the, the first section was a bit... So, <sighs> hey, you see that guy dumping bodies into that pipe? We should ask him for some yeah. help. Because, of course, you know, we'll just ask the guy who's dumping the bodies rather than run away. Hey, you with the yarmulke. <laughs> so, hey, uh, Mia, hand me your flashlight. <laughs> Throws flashlight into pipe. Thanks, Mia. Yeah. So that's how that works. She goes in after it. Yeah, and Stan needs to grab her ankles, and he also falls into the pipe. And then panty shot. Well... They lead up to it in a funny way, which is he falls into her and then there's a shot of him where he goes, wow, this looks like a good time for a reverse POV. And then it goes to a shot of Mia's panties from like up the street. We've talked about panty shots in the context of the last one for Paul that we did together movie. And in that context, it was like an underage girl and a creepy underage dude. <clears throat> well, you know, twenty-four-year-old passing for an underage dude. Who knows? Yeah, uh, and that was creepy as fuck in the yeah, context I mean, of that it's... movie. In the context of this movie, first of all, Nadine's super. Nadine, uh, the, Mia is super into it. Mia. So yeah. 
right away, I'm like, all right, she likes this, and she is okay with what's happening. So that I guess so am Less I. And she's a grown woman, so yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, that's a bit weird, but I'm okay with it. Very. Uh, what's even weirder is the bit that happens. Oh there. yeah, because uh, the a little rat starts uh, starts up a tickling, and she seems to enjoy that. Well, a she lot thinks as it's well. uh, she thinks it's Stan for a while. And goes, Stan, Stan, yeah, you're so bad. And then, then she, he I think he's trying to shoo the rat away. He is trying to shoo the rat away. No, it no, it's because the rat's in his view. Yeah, probably. And uh, she ends up falling down the tunnel. Well, not before the rat makes a noise is... and she go- she seems to realize and then goes, come back. Yeah. So, all right. That's a bit. All right. Uh, yeah, all right. A bit. She's, uh, yeah. it... she, she enjoys some uh, stimulating activities. Yeah, that, that just makes me feel wrong. Stan tries to pull her up by the panties. Yep, that doesn't work, strangely. It doesn't work, and they come flying off into Teddy's face. He does not object to this. (laughs) Nadine is less than impressed, but he's going to hold on to these for later. Yep. And he then goes, well, we're going to have to uh, lower you down if you grab Stan's ankles. I'll grab your ankles. He is now down into the pit of despair and yells... Help me, I'm not wearing any underwear. And several uh, faces in the wall look up with interest. Yep, There's also an ass in the wall. There is also an ass in the wall. I have no idea. Why why is there an ass in the wall? I don't know. This might be a reference to something that I don't get. Because I I think I need to add this to the counter. I think you need to add this to count. It has to be. It is a reference to something. I just fourteen. I don't know what Teddy. Teddy <laughs> thinks that they should let Stan further down into the tube. Uh, Nadine first, though. Yep. Nadine first, though. Nadine first. Of course. Who uh, asks? Are you going to look up my skirt? No, no, no. Yes, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's okay with this, or at least Low agrees to okay do with this. Or and uh, yep. I don't know if she's like super into it, but she's like, okay, fine. So she, she's obviously at this point where she's like, fuck it, just do it. Like whatever, their underpants just, get over it. So uh, yeah. Stan also falls down the chute and bumps into Mia, who at the time was on all fours. And I guess his uh, his gun goes... Uh, Went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Mia seems uh, surprised, but reasonably happy about this. This is yeah. around the time where I forgot that he was dressed as a cowboy with toy guns, and I was like, oh my fuck no, what? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> On a second watch, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm sorry, that shouldn't be quite as funny oh, as it is. Oh, it definitely is quite funny. <laughs> so then uh, Nadine falls down and uh, pushes further in and then uh teddy falls down and his hands get stuck to nadine's breasts by complete and total yep. accident and stay there and start oh, yeah, no, fiddling about happens. by complete and total accident that's how it happens don't you know i did not know no if you if you fall into someone your hands end up stuck stuck on the tits the more you know 
They oh, so there's yeah. a bunch of people who are sewn into the wall, and one of them is uh, still alive. Even that's pretty fucking grim, right there. Yeah, that that whole thing kind of gets me. Like it's creepy. They, it's very creepy. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I'm glad that they played it for laughs with like bright daylight lighting because otherwise it would have been a lot less funny. Yeah, it would have been far less funny. As it is, it's like there's a dude's ass hanging out of the wall with like clearly some tape over it to be like, okay, it's not, we're not actually going to see the, the little bit in the, the bit you're not supposed to see of the butt on film. That's, we're going to put a piece of tape there. Yeah. That's fixed everything. It's, yeah, maybe. No one must ever know that there is a butt. It's what gets just, sometimes gets. I get this way about like censorship of body parts, and I'm like, who in their right minds yeah. doesn't think there's a nipple in the middle of that? Yeah. Like, oh, because you know it's a, it's a boob. There's no nipple. Right. Why would there be a nipple? Yeah. So what we need to do instead is Photoshop in male nipples on top of the the objectionable female nipples. Right. That yeah. will solve the problem. Yes. Yeah. You can't have have female nipples they must only be male also like any ass and i'm like people got butts (laughs) every everybody has a butt it's one of the main things people have thing is it's not even what gets me about that is is when it comes to the whole you know people and butts and things is i don't even understand why they think it's an issue because they show more on billboards of people in like swimming costumes and stuff than this and uh yet somehow Anyway, so there's definitely, (sighs) it's pretty grim. Yeah, angry and It is pretty grim. And like the, I want to call out the, whoever the actor is, who is the guy who played the dude stuck in the wall, because that was clearly like a straight horror movie performance in a comedy. And I like it. I think this section doesn't play very well overall. There's something, there's something weird about the timing. Maybe I don't know why it doesn't work because on paper, it's quite a funny scenario, right? Yeah, you end up in a it, it in paper it works in actual practice. This se- I think it may have just been delivery. It's possible it was delivery. It's possible just the editing was a bit strange. It's possible that the the filmmakers ran out of time in post. I don't know. Maybe all kinds of stuff. But uh, if anybody knows production stories from this, it was hard to research this one. Yeah, there's not that much on it. So apart from its pants. Yeah. So, I mean, if you are out there and you know anything about this movie, we would be interested to hear from you. Uh, give us a tweet. Please at one us. for Paul. So they escape through a trap door in a headstone in a graveyard at a church. When I die, Mufi, yeah. if I'm buried. I want to make sure that my headstone is a trap door that leads to a horror movie gore pit. Okay, I I will ensure that happens. I'm not sure how I'll ensure that happens, but I will definitely yeah, try. Just have the boys dig a hole and fill it with some gore. Malcolm, if you're listening to this, we need you. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> no, but we. It's going to take us a while to prepare. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you ever tried to dig a hole? It takes a minute. If you're tr- maybe a backhoe. You might ever need tried to, get to dig a hole per- during a quarantine? You might need to get a planning permission for this, come to think of it. So we'll need to like go to the government yeah. and be like, so here's what we want to do. <laughs> they escape through this trap door, which of course they do. This headstone doesn't look like, a, like it's very heavy. But never mind that. There's definitely some people in this little chapel here. But they're a... 
Well, I thought they were a lovely lesbian couple making out while playing Take Me Out to the Ball nope. Game on the church organ. They're conjoined but twins. They're actually conjoined twins making out <laughs> at the organ. At the organ. It 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 that it weird. Nadine also thinks so. Her her comment is disturbing. What was her comment? She says the word disturbing. Oh, okay. I thought you said her comment was disturbing. It, yeah, her comment was say? disturbing. Disturbing. That's what her comment was. That's what she said. I know yeah. I said it wrong. I knew it once I said it. But it's staying in, <laughs> Mufi. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you do it. There's also a priest here. Who isn't a priest. He's an altar boy. Almost a priest. So close. He's not a priest, but... He's super into Steve, though. Yeah. And he knows that Steve is Van Helsing. Stan Van Helsing. Monster Slayer. (laughs) Ha ha! I just... (laughs) I don't know anymore. Some some people, Mufi, have greatness... Thrust upon them. Ooh, such sweet greatness. Others. Less so. <laughs> so here, so, so here's the plan. You just take this torch here and uh, hang the torch in that torch holder next to that poster that says product placement. Oh, God, I love me a good product It's placement. right above the red motorcycle and the antique torch holder. I can't remember what it was, though. I remember looking at it. No, literally, the the uh, the, pr- the poster says oh. the words "product placement." Oh, you can tell how my brain works. So uh, here, the the priest will give them some items to aid them in their quest. Super soaker full of holy water. So, are they on a quest? I didn't realize they were, but apparently they are. Apparently, they're on a quest. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure they realized they were either. Holy chest of mystery. Which I feel could have been Monty Python a little bit better. It was, because they then just shine a light on Nadine's chest and everyone goes, oh, and then everybody just goes, wrong chest, wrong chest, wrong chest. Yeah. Different chest. Did you ever play, you never played Dark Souls 1, eh? No. Oh, we need to get you playing Dark Souls 1, because I'm not ruining uh, what the joke is that I'm going for. So, Stan uh, Stan gets this sweet jacket. Yes, and that is a very sweet jacket. Also, Stan gets some scrolls, which he must not read now. Because, I see, why? Also, Stan gets a super soaker filled with holy water. Which becomes useful later. Kind of. I wonder if Jesus used that. <laughs> For Nadine, uh, she gets a mask, and uh, she's told, you will know when to use this, why it alters your look. Yeah, which is weird. And for Mia, no explanation necessary. Oh yeah, the stripper heels. Yep, the Stripalot 3000s. I wanted these for Christmas. <laughs> God damn it. And for Teddy, as a final shameless product placement. Oh, fuck. Alter Boy even smiles for the camera and holds it up. Yeah. It's terrible. 
and I call him. Hey, look, uh, you know, quests are great and all, but maybe we should just hide out here until morning, then get a taxi. Yeah, because that's, I, I personally, that's what I would that do. That seems like the smart I thing have to, to do. say. Definitely seals it. Then, but then again, this movie so far has proved that smart is not a thing. You're going does into battle well. with a burger, a super soaker, and a jacket. Also, some shoes. Oh, and some scrolls. Yeah, okay, there's some scrolls too. Do they know it's Christmas? Look, they're going into battle with a piece of paper, a coat, a pair of shoes, and a super soaker filled with holy water. Only one of those has even the remotest chance of working, and it's not the stripper shoes. No. <laughs> I mean, they could distract them. I'd be distracted. Good luck. I would. They get kicked out of the church for suggesting that maybe, hey, uh, let's not. Let's not. Let's just stay here and stay safe, because that's the wrong thing to suggest, apparently. So, uh, hey, Mufi. How yep. much are those whores in the window? The ones oh, with the gosh. fangity fangs. You know what this reference is, correct? Uh, Amsterdam? It's a mix of Amsterdam and uh, Dracula. I mean... They are the broids. They, they got fangs, listen. Like, I'm not... Yeah. I might live under... Oh. like The rock I live under is not that big. <laughs> Some stuff gets to me. Like Wombles. That I actually haven't seen that. I think I know what they are. I was a kid's show in the UK, cool. right? Okay. Yeah. About like about like people who live in the in the common. Animals. Okay. So Well, they're kind of animals, but yeah. So there turns out there isn't even a window though. And now they're in trouble because the three no, the three uh fang stripper ladies are oh. surrounding them and doing eh at them because that's how vampires act <laughs> i just did a hand gesture <laughs> hoping to make it clear the but you uh, the visual jokes on a podcast so yeah it's not it's turns <laughs> out these are the brides of dracula but you know what i'm thinking Mufi? maybe fantasy sequence oh always there has to be fantasy sequences always fantasy sequences. yeah so they uh Oh, the exasperation in your voice. I am disappointed. This movie was so good like two scenes ago. I know, and it just it it, it went so bad again. Uh, so there this fantasy sequence is uh it, it's a strip club for just for just yep. uh Stan and Teddy. Yeah. And the uh the three vampire ladies are just uh, pole dancing and stripping and doing the thing As until they hear that this is uh, Stan Helsing. He isn't Van Helsing. And then they're very upset. And they go, well, we're, we're out later. Yep. And, Teddy's uh, upset by the this. stripper ladies. I don't blame Teddy. It's, it's kind of unfair that he's getting in trouble because of Yeah, Stan, he was just enjoying a lovely evening. With uh, one of their, uh, one of the ladies' um, bras tied to his head. I mean, what more could you want well, from life? That's, this that's is how one I of these moments where I was like, okay, I remember that Keenan Thompson is actually excellent. Because he starts going, yeah. the next time that, so, that a lady with her breasts is out starts telling you that you need to be Van Helsing, you say yes. Van Helsing, you say yes. yes. 
Don't argue with it. He does. I mean, that's the thing. He really does bring his whole acting chops he's back. He's so good. Because I thought, so I loved him in Keenan and Kel anyway. And he just don't see him much anymore, which is sad. I did really like him in Keenan and Kel. I don't know. I haven't seen that show since I was like 15, though. So maybe it's aged badly. I don't know. We might have to. Might have to go, go back, back and, and rewatch Keenan and Kel. Yeah, maybe a little, little watch back. I think that may have to happen. So uh, Mia and Nadine show up in the fantasy somehow. Because of course they do. They're breaking the fourth yeah. wall. It's it's fine. We'll allow it. So Mia recognizes fellow professionals and admires their abilities. Uh, yeah. She compliments them on theirs. Uh, which is, uh, again... It's a weird sex worker joke. It is a weird sex worker joke, but in the context of like Mia is quite open and pleased about her job mm. and what she does and the way she is, and she's like, "Yeah, we're pretty good. Yeah, as a fellow professional, being the only one who is, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty good, man. Yeah. yeah, I'd give my right arm to be ambidextrous. <laughs> kind of ruins the point." <sighs> Teddy gets that and gives her that same look. Yeah. And every time he does this, I'm like, oh, Keenan, I love you. This is great. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It's just, oh, he's, he is one of the things that kept partially kept me watching. Because there was some temptation earlier on in the movie to just go, we don't, we can't Once do this. he starts to take over a bit, I'm like, all right, I like, this is fine. It's not great, but this is yeah. fine. So, new plan. Let's not fight the monsters. Let's get to the East Gate and get out of here. Maybe that guy knows how to Seems get like to... a sensible Maybe idea that guy me. knows how to get... Sir, uh, do you know the way to... Oh, God, he has a leaf blower. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> yep. I... Are you trying to not laugh? Because all I heard was... <gasps> So yeah, because I, I run away from people with leaf blowers all the time. <laughs> I mean, they're horrible for the environment. At least he's using an electric one. So of course he blows yeah. the girl's skirts up, and uh, and Mia predictably gets very into this because that seems to be what happens every time anything goes near that. Yeah, area, weirdly, that? this is the first time where I was like, "Well, that's gratuitous." Because the rest of it, it was like, yeah. at least it, there was a plot point to it, or there was a character development point to it. And this yeah. one is just like, yeah, she's a stripper, I get it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And like Nadine, too, is just like, oh, oh no, my skirt is coming up, whatever shall I do? And then just stands there. Just, yeah. It's, I mean, that's, I feel that's probably a slightly Marilyn monroe Oh, I get what they were trying to do. Blowy skirt reference. I get what they were trying but to do. it's not very but good. It's, uh, like, the Marilyn Monroe thing is is cool because that's just a thing that happens when you pass over a grate that's blowing air up in Manhattan. Like, that, that, yeah. that was why it was like, oh, look but at the circumstance. I have to, anyway, I'm confidently dealing so with It's also so overdone in movies anyway. Yeah, it's become so. a bit of a thing. The first couple of times you do it, it's clever. And then, you know, by the 3,000th time people do it, it's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, let's just not anymore. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Hear that movie industry? We're all done with this reference. We can move on now. Next reference. Too much. We're finished. Yes, please. So, uh, of course, uh, Alter Boy is here now for, for some reason. Yeah. 
Still not explained why. I thought he, we left him in the church basement, but that's that's fine. And uh, leaf blower man <laughs> blows his clothes away. I can't remember what he's wearing underneath. It's probably best that you don't. He's uh, it's very it's a lot of lingerie. Ah, and uh, that's fine. I don't mind. Make you wear what you want, sir. I don't. If he likes lingerie, Good. be comfy. If he feels comfortable in it. You do, do it, mate. You, man. If it makes you feel sexy, you do you, man. have fun with it. Yeah. We are we are equal opportunities in clothing here. Quick, escape to the police station. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's just a back lot of a movie set. But it's a super cute town, despite being in constant danger since arriving. Oh. And this, this leads into... And there's just like a dude very wearing funny. a 1960s-era hockey mask. Yep. Uh, Which is another uh, horror movie reference. Oh, Jesus, have I missed another one? Fuck. All right. Yeah. So, uh, new plan. New, 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 new plan. Hide in this random unlocked house. Yes. Because that... uh, And as they're in the house, they then look for escape routes from the house. Which they don't... Door door one has a shark in it. Yep. Well, it has because it has course. B-real footage of a shark in it. I will never. That just doesn't make sense. It doesn't really flow very door, well, and it kind of got me. Door two has some fart devils in it. That makes more sense. It it does. Sadly, it does. In the context of this movie, yes. That's not a, that's not a high bar, but okay. Uh, nice. This, this payphone <laughs> here takes tokens and seems to work. And look, the Brides of Dracula are back behind this window here again. <laughs> and uh, Stan decides that now is the perfect time to jack off in front hey, of, we wanna, of his we friends. Wanna, we don't want to jerk you around. That has a double <laughs> meaning, Teddy says. We just want to... Uh, is there anything you want to... <laughs> Get off your chest. That also has a double meaning. And then a little flap opens out of the door with just some lotion. Yep. That one's pretty specific. That's a very... God damn it, Teddy, I love you now. It's so good. He was... He just... He was so well... He just... He played that character so well. Also, when his comedic timing is allowed to stay where it is, when the editors don't mess with it too much... It's very good. It's perfect. And again, I, I, he I don't want to mess with the editors too much because editing is really hard. And I get that. I really am. I'm an editor, not a picture editor, yeah. granted. I do dialogue stuff. But like, it's hard. I get it. Getting the timing right is really difficult. And I I suspect that the that they ran out of money in post and had to get something out the door. I This is what I suspect happened. Yeah. There is no way that the uh, editing team was given enough time to make this thing right. Oh, its budget was ridiculous as well. Was it? Uh, yeah, I found it the other day. Um, was it ridiculous big or ridiculous little? Uh, big. Wow, really? How much of that yeah. was just getting Leslie Nielsen? $14 million. Just to get Leslie Nielsen? Well, no, no, the movie itself was $14 Nonetheless, million. If- like, the whole thing. And also, I hate to, I hate to tell you this, it's a Canadian-American I take no responsibility for this. 
and nor does my country. <laughs> it's online. It shows the world knows. Uh, world um, knows what, Nippy? I don't know what you're talking about. So now we're uh, <laughs> safe in this bedroom. Let's all have a nap. And yeah. it's a wholesome morning after Halloween, and Stan and Teddy are cuddling sweetly, but not on purpose. Just completely accidentally, because, you know, accidental gay moments are hilarious in movies. It's not even gay, they're just asleep. Yeah, it's the cuddling thing. It's one of the things they wake up and jump I up. guess that they're like, oh no, we were hugging. Oh, that's fine. Maybe it's because I've been yeah. winter camping, I'm like, whatever, it's warm. Shut the f- Intention plays a role here, fellas. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. So, uh, they made it. They survived. Roll credits. I mean, except not really. This is actually a nightmare where burn victim men slaps them all with a large padded Mickey Mouse glove. I really, really wish that it was, in fact. Mia is now wearing a sexy nurse outfit and a pink wig. Of course. Because she had to get changed. Well, they can't go to sleep now. Then they'll die. They big uh, not before not Marin Elm Street. I reference. guess, but the last time Ikeum. they were asleep, they didn't die. They just got slapped in the face. Which granted yep. is not I'm pleasant, not but sure it's not either. death. No, I mean depends on how hard you're slapped. I Let's guess. turn on the TV to keep occupied, and it's oh. the news, including yep. such items as what happened to that hitchhiker. <laughs> Which is useful. And what happened to a school bus full of nuns? School bus full of uh, special education children. That's it. Don't know why school bus full of nuns was in my head, but, you know, it made sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little... uh... Odd, yeah. So, first of all, special education... I... I hope that they were not going for look at these special education kids on this screen. Let's laugh at them. I really, really hope they were not going for this. It didn't come across that way, but I was not sure what this detail added to the thing. Right? Like, maybe it's just, it's extra awful because that. And I'm like, you know what? Killing children, also extra awful. Yeah. And it, it's... Oof. You don't need to make that more it, awful. Nope, it's a bit of a shock. It feels a bit like a you know the use of a shock tactic in it, which wasn't very good. <laughs> Ow! What? I think I'm done. You think you're done? I had I had to sneeze. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Karen. <laughs> I had to sneeze. So uh, the hitchhiker ended up killing a whole bus of special education kids who picked him up after he got yeah. dumped out of the gang's car. My only question is, why was there a whole school bus full of special education kids? I mean, in the back, the boonies. But just... also, like at night, maybe Halloween. Maybe they yeah. were doing trick or treating. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. I'll allow them to write that. I'm okay with. I would like to know an actual. That's not the part that I was concerned by. The part I was concerned by was like, so it's already awful to kill a bus full of kids. Is this like one of these comedy attempts where they're like, how do we make this even more awful and terrifying and cartoonish? I know. Let's give all of them severe developmental issues. I really hope 
that that was their reasoning. Because it comes across uh, as almost mean-spirited, and I don't want to believe that they felt mean-spirited yeah. in making the joke. I don't want to believe that they are laughing at the disadvantaged, but it is almost coming across but that it, way. I, it is how I it feels, feel good here. and it's I weird. Like, I didn't feel no. like this was... <sighs> also, like, I felt, it felt really bad. So the gas station hippie couple were selling videos of people using the bathroom and they got arrested for it, including several tonight. Yeah. And uh, Mia's sitting there like, ooh, maybe we get residuals. <laughs> Which, to be perfectly fair, I, I have to agree with her. If you're going to be filmed and they're going to be selling pictures of you. as well get something out of it. The royalties. Yeah. Yeah. So the dog they ran over was a local hero dog who rescued a bunch of people from a fire. And uh, the dude in the hockey mask is just standing outside, just waiting, doing nothing. So Stan climbs down and beats him senseless with a piece of wood. Obviously. Uh, It turns out it's (sighs) just a kid. And now the the whole hockey team is after him because he just beat up a kid with with a club. They need to get out of here, so just, they walk down the hall and onto yeah. a gay porn film set. Again, which I, I see this, I, I kind Here's of like this. I'm, if you know the I'm fact, just, that I'm glossing over. I'm glossing over the hockey mask yeah. thing because the film glosses over it because it's played for laughs. Yeah, they beat up a it's child, just there and they play it for laughs. Yeah, huh. obviously, I can't understand what you'd ever think would happen otherwise i oh all right uh so uh this is in fact uh the guy directing the poor movie is the director of the movie oh wow okay yeah but uh it seems like they've gone back in time it's it's a literal flashback time travel is it? Uh, i thought that well because they go ahead i think it was it doesn't seem that way to me. It just seemed like, oh, this is what happens in this house that we broke into and used the bedroom of. Because to be clear, that's what happened. They came across the house and were like, let's go yeah. in here for the night. They break into the house, stay there for a couple hours, and then work their way through and then find this film set. Mm-hmm. They're trespassing. Yeah. So uh, it, it's, they're, they're yeah. Uh, recording a horror-themed uh, gay, gay porn, porn, which is fine yeah i don't feel well, like being part of that production but that's fine you could do whatever there's got to be a niche for it somewhere that's uh, sure so it turns out that the videos they were bringing to stan's boss's mother which they haven't still done yet by the remember the whole initiating incident of this whole thing yeah they had to, to the whole reason they started the videos to one of them is uh grazing ryan's privates which is it's uh, a classic. actually yeah mia, mia thinks it's a classic and it's what they're filming. Uh, they're not filming uh, Grazing Ryan's Privates. That's the DVD they have. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. yeah. There was one of them they're filming. They're filming one of the... I didn't take note of that. I don't... Like, I'm not gay, so it definitely just feels uh, not attractive to me. Maybe... Which is fair I enough. I guess the whole thing is not presented as terribly attractive. It's porny in that sort of gross way that is presented in this yeah. scene. Very CD seventy four. Seems that way. So, oh look, a cute puppy. That is a tone shift if I've ever seen one. Oh gotcha. uh, Oh no, here's Sammy Boy. This is Sammy Boy Junior. And Sammy Boy has been brought back from the dead. 
which I think is a Pet Cemetery reference, but oh, don't quote well, me on maybe that. maybe I need to add more. Oh, man, I missed references that I didn't even get. So, eh. I didn't even get that there was a reference just, happening. Just, just let it happen. Fortunately, let it, let it wash Nia has a dog whistle for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, at what point you would need a dog whistle, but apparently... At this point, if she were to pull bat, uh, like, what is it, bat shark repellent spray out of her yeah. out of her breasts, I would not be surprised. Or the bat signal. It's some kind of signal. So, fortunately, yeah. she got a dog whistle in there, and they blow the dog whistle, and the dog goes away. Because that's the way dog whistles work. Yeah. And that is just another very small, very pointless callback. I, it just original? doesn't do anything. Joke. They call it back. They they, it they back. used film. They spent money on film yeah. for this. And yet somehow, somehow it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it didn't make any sense. But So at this point, Mia recommends that maybe they should use the cab phone in the town square. You know, the one they passed earlier. Which, yeah, the one that would have made much more sense if they'd used earlier. I, what do you mean? Again, it's 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 that horror movie trope of using the thing that's most obvious later on in the movie after you've ignored it. I guess I don't watch a lot Doesn't of horror change movies. It from being yeah, okay, I can see fuck. that being a trope. Yeah, it's a trope. <laughs> but before their cab can get there, it's time for Freaks versus Monster. Get your programs here. And also an obligatory uh, Benny Hill chase sequence, I guess? Yeah. It is kind of a Benny Hill or Scooby-Doo. Well, Scooby-Doo is like, they'd go into doors and have a few... Th- this is just like, oh, they hold the shot on... like They hold the shot steady against a road going left and right. And then they have people yeah. like ride bikes across it. And they they fast forward those bits to make it quick and like funny I, that I just... it's kind of scooby-doo also again kind of ben hill because that is a sort of it it's it's that sort of ilk of attempting humor and failing i i have a note here that right. just says waka waka <laughs> i was very waka tired waka. when i wrote this script but i think i was correct yeah you really were it's kind of muppety but now as the monsters are Gaining ground on these freak people, which is what they're now calling Van Helsing, I mean Stan, and other people. Uh, Leslie Nielsen himself is here on horseback to make sure that things are settled properly, utilizing the ancient art of karaoke. Karaoke. Yep, because that's... You know the karaoke thing they established earlier in the movie? Yep. It's it's come back. back to that for some reason. I mean, at least that one kind of makes sense. It's Leslie Nielsen. They're here to kill I'll give you that one. S-T-A-N. S-T-A-N. I mean, I like the parody. They do the whole uh, song, I just movie. don't find it funny. They do the whole hmm? song, Mufi. I know. Some poor intern was forced to write Had to this write song. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's worse is they would have had to get the copyright in order to do it because despite the fact oh, that you're that using it the, melody, the same yeah. lines, they're using the melody. Yeah, yeah, no question. You would have needed to clear this. <laughs> hey, you know what? Village people get paid. <laughs> Don't 
it, yeah. it's, it's more the fact that somebody had to go, okay, so we're writing this movie about this well, thing. Well, you say that, but... We need the copyright mm, for this. Well, yes and no. I guess out of politeness, I would have sought to clear it if I'm in the production, but you don't yeah. need to. It's a parody, right? You are... Oh, it, fair there's a very specific exemption in copyright law for parody. If like the, But for example, like Weird Al, who is famously the guy who parodies yeah. everything, he actually does seek permission uh like written permission yeah. from the artists he parodies because he doesn't even want to get into that right like legally he could do it but legally also the people he parodies could go after him legally and bring him to a courtroom it's like it's a de- legal defense it's not a talisman against getting sued right no which is yeah it's just, it's just going into this the is thing. Why, like, if I'm in the production, I'm like, just call up whoever, whichever label owns the song and clear it with them and give them some money, right? You know? Yeah, just just get it over. So after winning the karaoke, what song do they even sing? Like, the guys sing something. It's like a country song or something, isn't it? It and is. The monsters have no intention of accepting the outcome of when the guys win. Uh, so it's time to pull out the big guns, by which we mean the super soaker, a holy water. Movie, it's not working. Why isn't it working? It's empty. Oh, there's water in it. Why isn't it working? Uh, because Keenan got thirsty. Teddy got thirsty earlier, so he drank the drank the holy water and then filled <laughs> yeah. it up from the tap. I mean, regular water's probably uh, fine, right? That that's the same. Yeah, Same stuff, right? Totally. Yeah. But look, the scroll, no. which is made up entirely of. Did you get a? Did you happen to pause here to have a look at the, the scroll? I didn't. It it looked a little bit like wingdings. Well, there's symbols on I there like uh, cartoon breasts and phalluses. Oh uh, well, yeah, that was in the like, best. It, it's the supposed to be stuff. like hieroglyphs, but like a funny hieroglyphs that have like weird. It's they paid some someone. artist in the art department. Some poor intern had to do that. That's the thing that's <laughs> on their interns. CV. They've got somebody's got so pictures sorry, of that on their website as like the first example of their professional work. I just I feel so sorry for them. I really do. Like that's just So what did you do in this movie? I drew the tits, the penises. I drew so many penises. Uh so when do I start? <laughs> So Stan can read it, though, and it turns out that the monsters have weaknesses. This is the thing that the scroll says, I guess. Yes, but he that's all that it says. It doesn't give them their weaknesses. So uh, Mr. Skin Condition there slashes uh, Stan across the chest and realizes to reveal. that he has the, a tattoo or a scar, it's not clear, of... V- or a birthmark. birthmark of the letters V and H on his chest. <gasps> that must mean he is, in fact, Stan. Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Yeah. Now the monsters are worried that this might, in fact, be Stan. Van Helsing. Van Helsing. And he picks up a whip, and he whips the air, <laughs> and, he... and Mia says, Okay, I don't know how this is going to help, but all right. <laughs> Ben's oh, over. No, not, not me. Got it. Wrong. Sorry. Oops. And then, uh, yeah. Swiss Army hands. Schlitz. Weakness is that uh, <laughs> under his glove, his hand is all sparkly and pretty. Oh, uh, which is hilarious. 
because you know that's that, his his greatest weakness is how ashamed he is of that. He runs away screaming, well, yeah. crying like a little yeah. girl. He's got some sort of you know. Remember those uh, those ring pops you'd get in the nineties? He got yeah. one of those on, I think. I remember. I missed those. I think yeah, no, he those did. Were, those were super good. I do. I used to get them from Seven Eleven. A guy with uh, the pin sharp stuff in his head has pinhead sure, needlehead. The, he has one secret fatal weakness: the fact that he has lots of sharp stuff just sticking into his head already. Yeah, it's kind of obvious now. Uh, to think about it. Yep. So uh, Stan just just, uh, just brutally murders this man. <sighs> yeah, that. That considering, like he made the others kind of run away he made screaming. Made the first guy run away screaming. That's a bit. And we'll see what he does to the other guy. Then, but this guy, he just brutally murders with his bare hands. Yeah. Because of the powers that he, I, I don't get that. And then he moves on to the doll. Not quite yet. Uh, no. There's an over-referenced Three Stooges reference. Hey, I got that reference. Oh. That's five. Where they're like, you guys have the same reference, and he just like tweaks their masks around, and then. Turns yes. them around three times and then kicks them out of the door where Sammy is waiting. You remember Sammy. And it's the, the dog that apparently Mia befriended. And uh, Mr. Leafblower here. Well, his weakness is that he was uh, too environmentally conscious. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, because he was using an electric leaf blower uh was uh, plugged into the wall and well nadine just unplugged him yeah and the it means his face mask must have been pleather and uh it's pleather face and nadine <laughs> says looks like <sighs> looks like no one is getting blown tonight <clears throat> It's just, if we could have less of the bad, overly sexy puns would be nice. For future reference movies, uh, we will be the ones taking care of the weird, overly obvious puns. Thank you. Yes, that's what we we do. You need to give us some space to work, fellas. (laughs) We can't do our job if you're doing this. And the doll is, well, he's a doll. That's a weakness. They just pick him up and throw him. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, which is exactly it's what It's not really do. difficult to defeat this thing. He's just a doll. Just got to know what yeah, you're doing. You kick him. So, uh... Safe. So the, the, they've saved, they've the, saved town. the town. There is much rejoicing as they hand the final bit of the official Van Helsing uniform to Stan. It's the, it's the hat. It is that fantastic hat. hat. Yes. The- and they, they take their cab home. <laughs> And on the way, Nadine puts on that, uh, you remember that item that she got, the mask that makes her alter her look? Yep. Which is not what it means. Well, it means both of those things, because it alters her look. Not the way that she looks, but the way she looks at things. Teddy is the one to correctly yep. intuit this for us, in case that we didn't have made, made the connection there. They're concerned that we don't... Because none of us They're concerned that we don't understand how double meanings work, I think. So uh but, so now she's in love with Stan because uh the there's because lots of this kissing. mask is That's why they're in love because this mask. Yeah. That's it. well, 
it's not going to last very they long do again. The, uh, the spinning around kissy cam, which is very cliche. Nauseating. Like I felt dizzy. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of those spinny cams. They make me feel quite queasy a lot of time. And uh, they continue the journey home. Uh, meanwhile, in the movie's ultimate romantic moment, Teddy and Mia. Well, yeah. Mia offers Teddy a uh, lap dance. And that's the most romantic thing that happened in this film. I just, I can't even. It it was just a final sort of, hey, look, sex joke. Everyone wins. Roll credits. Yay, movies. <sighs> and uh, there's little post credits that we'll probably do a few of, uh, including, hey, mom, that's right. I'm in a stripper costume. I'm giving a lap dance. Yep. I've done dirty, dirty <laughs> things in this movie. You're going to be so proud of me. I admit, I, I didn't watch all the way through the credits because by the time I'd watched all the way through the film, I wanted to stab my eyes out with a fork. So <laughs> You still can. There's still time. Yes. I might have to. Uh, there are, uh, you remember that original Schlockbusters uh, scene where they had the four people yes. watching Blair Witch? So those yes. people are in the post credits saying, hey, are there any black people in this movie? Wait, we're in this movie. Yay! <laughs> and uh there's a scene a couple of outtakes it's the last one a couple of little outtakes where they're doing the sort of oh no right here turn left and they all lean over to one side yeah uh, at a certain point so just... the actor playing mia just starts cracking up laughing and saying it's so stupid she's not wrong and that's the end of the post credits i I don't think so. We let's uh, <laughs> all right. So let's be let's be fair and let's be rigorous. This uh, what what kind of score did this get on Rotten Tomatoes? So at the time of researching this, it was a five percent Rotten Tomatoes uh, reviewer. And is this going to get like the worst and movie on there, or is it just in the list? It's just in the okay, list, but this is like bottom <laughs> ten or something, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's it's definitely bottom ten, but it's 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 not. Do the you worst. think the bottom ten is fair for this movie? I'd say so, but I think we'll probably end up editing it later on because don't forget we are we have got a few. Well, others. We're going to run into like we're this is a we're planning this as a series. I get you, but at this moment, do you think five yeah. percent is a fair score? Because that's like how you would have to have very few redeeming qualities, and we've noted at least one scene where we're like, oh shit, that's a very good though, right? I th the problem is, is that one scene does not make up for the rest. It of the doesn't, movie. but does that make it a five percent? I have to. I would have to say so. I like. I read after watching it. I did look at a couple of reviews, and one of them was very right. Was it was just badly timed jokes. A lot of it was badly timed, badly placed, and and just bad taste. A lot of it was just jokes in so and poor taste. I agree. The the yeah. timing was weird all over the place. Yeah. This is this it is why I kept, I didn't why enjoy I kept it saying I don't think the editing team was given enough time to work on this. Because no, I don't think they were. And another month, and while you know, maybe they, they yeah. tighten up the timing a little. Maybe they figure out what's going on. But if they're hitting that window, then you know who knows. Yeah, I mean, while it's unfair that we are judging them on that, and we are saying, you know, it, 
while I'm saying 5% because of it, you know, they could have had a bit more time. I just don't think that the what we were shown in as, as consumers, I, I think 14, uh, the 5% is not a bad <laughs> I mean, I don't think so there's enough in here where I'm happy to say there are some redeeming qualities. There's that one scene that we both said, this is the best scene that I have seen in anything for a oh, while. Yeah. I'm upset that it's in this movie. This is a thing yeah. we both agreed. I think if your movie contains a best fucking ever scene, you get more than 5%. You get like eight, 10 something. That as its own YouTube video, I am like subbing and subscribing, right? Like I am hitting that oh, yeah. fucking notification bell right on the right on his nose. I just find the rest of the film dry as hell and not the, the comedic timings off. Apart from those rare moments when Kel really Keenan rather really. How dare you? <laughs> so the at a moment it's of weakness, that, it's that first. It's the first section, the A section, call it, where it's it doesn't even feel like a parody. It just feels like they're recapping horror yeah. movies, but like they have a different costume this time. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I just didn't it's not enjoy even it. a parody. It evokes the horror movie and does nothing with it, right? So yeah. they tried to throw too much in it all at once. If they were trying to make fun of, like, the pace of horror movies, like, horror movies are super slow. Let's make this as fast as we can possibly make it. I literally had to take a break a couple of times in my first viewing because I was like, ah, too much is happening. I need to rest. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. It's too much. Uh, on my second viewing, I found myself chuckling a few times. I kind of, uh, I didn't, uh, uh, this is not a good movie, but I found myself going, yeah, all right, I get it. Yeah, it's kind of funny. A few times I did laugh out loud. I'm calling this. Uh, I'm calling this underrated. Not by much, but I'm calling this underrated. No, <laughs> I don't know. I hey, <laughs> because I make because I make media. I'm also like I should be kinder because this stuff is really difficult to make. Frankly, it's amazing that any movie is ever good. Oh yeah, and it it is really hard to do. It's just I do think that some in some ways you have to kind of call out these shameless parody movies for being what they are. You know what it feels like? Because they're not amazing. You know what it feels like? It feels like somebody just discovered the term SEO and was like, hey, let's just be able to hashtag everything. Yeah, they're not really paying attention to what they're actually hashtagging. They're just going mad. It's a parody made by people who don't appear to understand the source material very well. And no yeah. amount of brilliant acting, which they did have in here, no amount of oh, they did. clever scripting, which they did have in here, no amount of good cinematography, which again, they did have here, is going to save you. It It's just, it's unfortunate. It could have been a lot better than it was, but... It feels like I more of don't... a missed opportunity than an, oh my god, that was awful. Yeah. I'm glad I watched it, though. I, I, Are you glad you watched it? Yeah. I mean, I feel you have to. As I said earlier, I quite like B-movies, but <laughs> sometimes I just won't watch them again. Mm. Do you think this is a film that you're going to recommend to people? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, we sort of went through why not, but why don't I ask you again, why not? Why is this not a recommend to I, anyone? I just... 
the fact that the first time round, and I, I, I kind of a fair believer of a lot of things with movies anyway, that, that if the first time round you're cringing and you're wanting to turn it off, I wouldn't recommend that to mm. somebody. <laughs> I just wouldn't. It just hurts me to kind of go, yeah, go see it. I had a friend asking what oh, I was yeah. watching in regards to this. And uh, I went, oh, this. And he went, what do you think? I went, don't. <laughs> Save yourselves. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. I have had to see it. Just don't do it. Um, it. It's definitely not something I would be. Is with. this so bad it's good? It has its moments. But I definitely, I mean, as I say, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. And I definitely would go out of my way to watch it again. Is this cringe in the way that people who like cringe like? Or is it a bad kind of cringe? It's a bad kind of cringe. I quite like cringe, but that just, that was too much. Which parts were like particularly offending to you? Well, it was a lot of the, the bad kind of just overly sexist jokes. And the, even though Mia, the, the blonde, the bad blonde jokes were just too much after a while. Yeah. I know she was playing a stereotype. It just really, that trope gets to me a lot anyway so you're so. sort of personally bothered by the trope anyway so it's presence bothered you yeah like it, even if it were treated well yeah it just kind of the fact they had to fall back on it or they even thought to use it it was a bit much i don't know i, I thought she was like the funniest character in here other than leslie nielsen who she was but it was the, the overly blonde thing that just for me was a bit weird i just didn't like leslie nielsen wasn't used well I find no. that really bad. That's depressing, really, because Leslie Nielsen really is fantastic. Yeah, you could have just been like, okay, camera's on. Leslie? Go for it. Just go. Go ahead. Have fun. The situation is, uh, these guys are annoying you. Oh, you mean it like in the movie or like just now? Because both are true. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah it, I, I kind of, I'm glad that I watched this movie in the sense that I've been watching such spectacularly good stuff that I sometimes forget what I need to compare it to is stuff that tried hard but didn't work or stuff that didn't even try hard and didn't work. Yeah. And I think this is uh, the former. I think it is like they tried to make something good and they fell short. And that sucks, but you know, it happens. And it's important to understand when we're watching a masterpiece that films like this are probably much more common than the stuff that everyone's been showing me, which are stuff that they are so excited about yeah. that they cannot wait. They can't believe that anybody hasn't experienced it. And they think I'm living half a life for having not seen it. Yeah. This is not that. No, <laughs> so, this is, this, this is definitely not. I feel like if we keep going, we're at risk of restating ourselves for probably the 50th I feel, time. So yeah. unless you have something to add. Uh, well, apart from, would you like me to spin the random number generator? Oh, God. Uh, do we have to do that on air? No. We have to do that on air, don't we? Well, we could. I think it would make it funnier. With uh, so, the, uh, how, so why don't you explain? Because you're the one who put this together. Why don't you explain what it is? Yeah, blame me on it. <laughs> blame it all on me. Um, basically, I've put a list together with the ratings and with both the viewer ratings and the critic ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Of what movies are kind of the lowest. It's still being added to. It's not a perfect list currently. But I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. Thinking about it. But I put the list together. So I have a random number generator. Setting up with the numbers that we have. And I'm just going to choose the random number that we're watching next time. <laughs> so you, you choose the number. 
can we are you gonna one one oh god that's a number that's yeah so um that's blood rain is it a documentary about slayer no it's unfortunately not it is a 2005 movie with a four percent critic rating on rotten tomatoes (laughs) 2.9 out of 10 on imdb Okay, so the next awful movie we are going to review <laughs> is Blood Rain. <laughs> movie, I'm scared. Why, oh, why are you laughing? Because I've I I have played the game that this is based on. I've heard I love of the, game the game. This is based on. It's oh, no, the. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this a movie of the game? Uh, yes. Because then I really am scared. Yeah. Oh, it's God, bad. What are we doing to ourselves, Mookie? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Get um, out while you can. To make the audience laugh. I'm audience, if that. you're into this, then let us know. If you're not, then also let us know because, wow, that would be a load off our mind. Yeah. This this has been one for Paul. Oh, God. Why? And I apologize. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. But kind of, yeah, why would you do that? Out loud, on my own, to myself, it was wonderful. I think I'm done.